Sure. Welcome to another episode of the Streaking Lawn Podcast. Once again, my name is Pierce, and once again, I have Caroline with me. Hello, Caroline. Hey, we're back. Hey, we are back, and we have Paul back as well. Hello, Paul. Hey. Hey, hey. Uh, yeah, we're back. How's it going? Everyone Good. healthy? Hanging in there. It's fall, so I'm finally I'm good again. I'm so excited. Remember that time we all said that uh, football was never going to happen, and football kept saying, we're going to happen, we're going to happen. We're like, you're not going to happen. They were like, we're going to happen, we're going to happen. We're like, you're not going to happen. And then the week before the football, football was like, oh, we're not going to happen. <laughs> well, to I be fair, that. football is happening. And to not be fair, our football. it wasn't, wasn't our fault. No, uh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> it, wasn't, so, it wasn't our team. Well, but, technically, we still. Uh, I thought you meant us three in. individually. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I did absolutely nothing to affect whether they football. did consult <laughs> me. They DM'd me. They said, What do you think we should do? <laughs> what do you think? I was just amused by, like, we, I've been saying this is never going to happen. <laughs> and sure enough, the openers. <laughs> keep getting canceled <laughs> for the UVA forgot about team. vmi god damn it oh. are we on number four now is that we went from <laughs> georgia technically to, yeah if you count georgia, georgia to vmi we to could say add. five because for a brief window West virginia clemson was technically going to be the opener so we yeah, went from yeah. georgia to vmi to virginia tech to clemson i'll say clemson doesn't count Duke. because Clem- the clemson game hasn't been moved yet or anything they've just Move Duke yeah. into the front of it. <laughs> there was a short was it, window. Wasn't there a time you were going to play West Virginia instead? There was a. Of, that was just rumors. Just rumors. Yeah, those yeah. were just rumors. That was the yeah. sources say. Sauces. Sauces. Would be fun to recreate some tire bowls, but um, <laughs> shout out best game ever tire bowls uh anyhow if you're unfamiliar with what we're talking about then i don't know why you're listening to this podcast (laughs) but the virginia football team is hoping to eventually play a game because they're allowed to do so and they've been very responsible and uh, according to their own reporting uh have no covid positive players um have been practicing have a a depth chart and a named starting quarterback and all these things you want from real life football, <laughs> except a team to play. <laughs> what we've been except Army, we know you're course. ready, but we don't want to play you, Army. Army, stay in West Point. Uh, yeah, we respect <laughs> the troops too much to play. Yeah. <laughs> we respect recent history playing military academies. <laughs> and the results thereof. First, it was VMI. I guess they sort of count as a military academy, so we, we can handle them. More than yeah, their, their season got canceled. Um, and then, of course, uh, that, that changed to the Hokies. And if you haven't been ch- checking into the Twitters or the streakingalon.com, uh, the Hokies had to, had to postpone their season opening Commonwealth Cup commonwealth cup uh because there are too many of them have the coronavirus well we don't even know that's here's the thing like when so today like charlotte and north carolina postponed their game like these things are going to happen i'm not even saying that virginia is not potentially going to have an outbreak with students coming back and like whatever stuff happens the problem is that we don't know at all like there's been no transparency from Virginia Tech's athletic department and there's been no transparency over the whole process so like all that we've seen from like when there have been multiple reports coming out of Blacksburg from player you know when Caleb Farley decided to opt out he literally said like because I don't feel safe with the way that they're handling things 
he mentioned that, you know, I don't know if it was in the same report where he said masks were being shared, but there was a report that masks were being shared. That's not good. And he said that there were players <laughs> leaving campus and going to places like Myrtle Beach or going home and then coming back and not being properly tested. That is also a problem. So like this, I don't want this to come off as like uh, tech sucks. Like they can't even not get a virus. Like that's not the case. Like the administration and the coaching staff there does not seem based on the information that has been reported to have set up this team for success to be ready to play this weekend. And now they're not ready to play this weekend. That's the frustration when, you know, you've got, and you know, yeah. tech fans will say, and I don't, I think that there is some element of correctness. I don't know <laughs> to, to the statement that Virginia, the undergrad <laughs> students just did go back into dorms in Charlottesville. Sure. You know, they're like two weeks or three weeks behind Virginia Tech in that aspect. But there have been students off grounds for what, Pierce, six weeks? I mean, a lot were here through the summer. Most of the summer, so, yeah. But the yeah, big, big majority came back probably a month. A month. Yeah. yeah, a month to six weeks ago. You're right. Um, so there have been people. And again, those are two different situations when you have people living on top of each other in a dining, in a dorm or using a dining sure. hall versus living off grounds and picking up routes to go. But, right. you know, and by all means, I've seen pictures of, you know, students out at Coops, like, don't do oh, that. of course. Please don't do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> don't go to Trinity and stand on third floor and just, like. <laughs> That's what I think the big yeah. difference is. I mean, obviously, UVA is experiencing its own clusters. Uh, yeah. No one on the corner on the weekends is behaving responsibly. Um, mm -hmm. It's going to be bad for Charlottesville. It's going to be bad for the university and it's obviously going to be bad for anybody's health who contracts this virus yeah um it's such a, a hard thing to you know discuss all this with such a like this is obviously all three of us feel this and and no it's not a feeling it's a fact this is a very serious disease yes. with, with you know uh very serious consequences that are much more important in life than football right. but for the scale of this podcast we're going to talk about it in the vein <laughs> of football yes. because that's what we talk about on here so <laughs> yeah. that's my disclaimer everybody understands the context we're talking about anyway my point being that what's going on at uva isn't necessarily what's going on with the uva football team which yeah. is because of the impressive work that the uva football team the players and the staff have done and made yes. known and obviously a follow through with or they wouldn't be able to say that the, the we're clean <laughs> you yeah, know zero and, positive since july and when what's players so came brutal about yeah. that is the only way you accomplish that what they've accomplished so far is by being strict to these uh, or adhering strictly to these uh rules that they put in place and the seclusion that they put in place yeah. and what's so brutal is that you do all that and then you still don't get to play yes. after you have, i mean th this is a legitimate major sacrifice yes. to sequester yourself with your teammates and be a uh, uncompensated, you know, <laughs> amateur athlete. I, it's it's brutal what they're they're doing, yeah. and and they're they're doing it because they want to do it, of course, and they want to play these games, and that's what they have said and and shown is important to them, and that's that's commendable, and 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 they still don't get to play because other teams aren't taking it as seriously. I know we hate the Hokies for a thousand reasons. <laughs> I know they're our rival, and it's easy to dunk on them because they are. Virginia Tech and they are, are they exist to be dunked on but it, it you know no matter who this opponent was going to be this this was going to be tough to swallow uh for the players uh, you know obviously the staff yeah it sucks for them too but you know we 
I, it, it's just it's just bad you know i'm paul i'm sure you've got up with that two points here one going back to the transparency point that caroline mentioned at the top that's part of what's so frustrating here is that we can't even have a conversation about what's going on at virginia tech because they're not telling anybody yeah they're not releasing public um, test you know even aggregate data of their athletic department much less broken out by program we try. We have submitted a FOIA request to Virginia Tech to get that information, and their response was, "We can't release that because it's protected by FERPA, the Family Educational Rights and Privacy Act." Every other school in the ACC, or if not every other school, just about every other school in the right. ACC, and a whole bunch of other Power Five schools are releasing that data publicly, including Virginia, you know, Iowa, Wisconsin, Michigan. They've they've all been releasing this information, which either means 90% of the power five is violating federal law or Virginia tech is hiding behind an absolutely bogus legal position to hide how bad things are down there. And that leads to, to the other point I wanted to make, which is if things are bad down there, we don't know why we don't know whether it's football players going to Myrtle beach for a three day weekend. We don't know whether it's a, you know, a, a student equipment manager who's living in a dorm you know, bring something to practice with them. We don't know whether it's just the, the nobody is doing anything bad. Nobody is making bad choices. It's just the kind of thing that is going to happen when you let right. students come back to school. Most importantly, though, because we don't know how bad it is or why this is happening, we don't know how at risk these kids are. And like, let's, the, the what is coming out of studies about myocarditis and other long-term cardiac issues that can lay dormant in in a young athlete and the first time you know about it is when they die Mm -hmm. like we saw happen at maryland like we have seen happen just about every summer with football somewhere in the country whether it's a high school kid or a college kid from anywhere to from naia up to the power five up through the nfl players die because they have cardiac issues that don't get detected. Right. And if these kids are in the midst of an outbreak that is not being publicly reported, that is not being controlled by the administration and by local and state government, that is, that is not just a shame. That is not a sports story. That is a crisis of, of massive public import. And, yeah. and the fact that tech is trying to is hiding their numbers leads to this isn't just a i hate the hokies it, it this is when your administrative position is we we don't have to tell you when everybody else is taking the opposite position that that says something about yeah. what those numbers actually are i i think that's well said and and a, and obviously a, a strong point of what those consequences can be i will say in fairness to the to virginia tech's administration it is possible that they are not deciding to obfuscate this and it's just what their lawyers, their counsel has said to do. Well, they need better lawyers. Though. Well, like and, I, exactly. and even <laughs> I'm if not, I'm not volunteering, even if it is lawyer. on Too the late, lawyers, lawyer. <laughs> even if it is on the counsel staff of the, of that university, the consequences are the same regard. Right. So you're, you know, it's your still fair point. Your, your administration includes yeah. your, your, you know, your, and team. I would say the most likely scenario could be that they are telling them to, you know, they are asking, right. please right. tell us we don't have to do this. And the lawyer says, well, I guess, yeah, that's one way you to look at it. 
would arguably like there is, yeah. there is an arguable application of FERPA given right. the Department of Education's guidance on this. Right. But the fact that every other major public university is taking the opposite position says that that reading is at best tenuous. Right. And the thing we're not, and I don't expect at any point any school to tell us like xyz person has absolutely not that would I don't, like, definitely that's violate it i don't want to know like 100 and i just want to make it clear that <laughs> that's is not why, like the yeah. nfl yeah. <laughs> like uh, what kelly stafford's response was like um excuse me yeah if like, my husband had covid which he did over. not you're not allowed to tweet it like yeah, yeah anyway that's definitely not what we're advocating right. because i think no. that's that's what pe what schools are using and i will say that you know, now you look at like Oklahoma, where Lincoln Riley was like, we're not going to disclose anymore our numbers because we look at it as a competitive advantage. And I wanted to throw up like it's this isn't like you're saying someone has an ankle sprain and is out for the week. So they know that the star wide receiver isn't playing like this is like you need to figure out like I don't it just really bothers me. Like, right. All we were asking for, like, what's the positivity rate on the field hockey team? What's yes. the positivity rate in the athletic department generally? Like if you have to, if you have to quarantine, like this is exactly what the protocols are for. Again, this is what I'm saying. Like, this is exactly why, you know, UNC and, and Charlotte did the right thing, like postponing this game. Like, this is what the protocols are for. We have the information. We know what's going on. Like, this is like this many players are like, that's what, and I just want to make sure that that like, and we've said it and that's clear, but like, that's, what's frustrating is like, just, we got to understand what we're working with here just from a public you know health anyway it's just yeah it's frustrating because also we want to play like right. now if virginia doesn't play this week think i'm really grateful that the acc and i don't know how this stuff is like un, like done or whatever like i don't know if like who's for if some assistant in virginia is looking at the schedule and saying like what if we ask duke to move um <laughs> or if that's you know carla williams staff or whatever who's making those calls but i appreciate that that flexibility existed there because one by moving the tech game when they did and ACC saying you have to have a non-conference. So now you're playing Abilene Christian. Um, Virginia would have played not until October 3rd and had 11 straight weeks of football, which is not safe either. Like that's the thing right. like, that's also dangerous. <laughs> and so the idea of like move, like I would rather Virginia continue to have a bye week where Abilene Christian, like now that there's, there's one back before the Florida state game or whatever, but, or before Abilene Christian, whatever. But what I'm saying is like, I appreciate that they were flexible to move that. And I appreciate that Duke was also flexible to move and come earlier. Um, yeah, so definitely. like, there's a chance though, you know, like, I was like, if they don't play till the third, like Virginia might not play a game. Like yeah, right. this all could fall apart way before. And that, you know, again, we're talking about this in the scope of football. Like if that happens and that's for safety reasons and we'll all live and survive. But um, it's just kind of like, I want to watch them play a game if everyone else is playing. Come well, and yeah. I know this well, is something we were talking about uh, pre-recording, but what happens in a few weeks when it happens again and you have not run out of bye weeks or you've run yeah. out of shuffling ability yeah uh, and it's a conference game you know yeah. it's it's They're gonna gotta have happen it, there's no way it, 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 the entire yeah. conference maybe not necessarily to uva but yeah certainly right. to some teams one of the only we'll good things out out of this whole Virginia Tech debacle is, is that the the criteria for delays and shutdowns and things ended up getting released. Mm -hmm. um, and I have to admit, seeing that one of the criteria is having fewer than seven healthy offensive linemen, by which Bronco Mendenhall's first season in Charlottesville should not have happened. 
Like if, that, if, that's, if that's the criteria for shutting down a football program, we barely crossed that threshold until like middle of last year. Yeah. Well, what's that's the threshold true. for offensive linemen? <laughs> I think the main question that I, a lot of us had right away, and I know the team wants to play, obviously they're football players. They want to play. They want to beat their rivals. But, I, you know, like to me, I was like – Ain't that a forfeit? <laughs> you know, yeah, like, I know. Right. Like, that's that's kind of what I not was that like. that even as a fan, I don't want to keep the Commonwealth Cup at UVA from a forfeit, but it would be sort of funny. Well, and now, I mean, logistically, it, yeah. it sort of seems like yeah, they were able to move things around, but like we're saying, they're not going to be able to keep kicking the ball or keep kicking the can down. You know, like yeah. if if outbreaks on different teams keep coming up they're not going to be able to keep extending the season so yeah. then then that's a forfeit so i i don't know or they probably just don't play i doubt yeah. they ever say there's yeah. a that's my thing so now no now contest. if yeah it becomes a no contest or you know post you know canceled Which game was gonna be anyways Ugh. yeah so now obviously like look tech you just really rolled the dice on if november 12th is feasible for football <laughs> like because that's a long time away from now and oh, a lot yeah, of the people, whole like you said the whole damn season might be canceled by november 12th yeah you know, and you know at that point put the little put a little scarf around put the mask back on the commonwealth cup put it back in the trophy case with all its best friends like yeah. <laughs> the national championship trophies has been hanging out with for the last you know just shy of a year and i won't hear any nonsense from tech fans that are like you only kept it because the season was canceled like well we could have played right but y'all play here we are i think um, they know so we'll see it's <laughs> there's so much stuff up in the air which all all credit to charles snowden the new king of uva football twitter 100 like percent, just rolling tech guys day after day after day oh yeah it's been phenomenal just buried trey turner uh if you're unfamiliar with what we're talking about i believe trey <laughs> turner tweeted whatever we'll play you whenever anytime wherever, anywhere anytime. yeah and charles snowden clapped back <laughs> with essentially uh we had a date to play right. a time and place <laughs> and y'all didn't show so what the hell you didn't you even mean? have to go anywhere <laughs> like, we were coming to you <laughs> yeah so anyhow i you know we're all disappointed um obviously we understand the decision though i still maintain what that's a forfeit to, <laughs> to, to where i come from that makes sense to me but but i would rather see them play than not play so maybe we'll get lucky and, and it'll work out but instead we've got duke as the opener uh i did watch some of that but plenty of that um duke notre dame game so duke's already gotten to play and played notre dame pretty tight in south bend in front of many students many notre dame students attended that game which um, I will note the I credit to Notre Dame the the NBC broadcast obviously not exactly nonpartisan or objective when it comes to mm -hmm. covering Notre Dame sports but uh, in the pregame they talked about how a professor in one of the departments at Notre Dame came up with a seating system yeah. so that students could sit in groups at the stadium distanced from a, sort of a set of yeah. mini yeah, bubbles yeah. based yeah. on who they already live with and were already spending time with. Uh, See, that's smart. That's yeah. a really creative way to do it. Yeah, like, no, no. You're I, accepting I that college kids it. are going to be social. Let's yeah. let's go ahead and let them socialize in small groups that they've already. Yeah, you know, if they've already been around that person in their suite or you know right. on their hall, like that ship has sailed. They're well, and one <laughs> one thing they have going for them is all of them live in campus housing. 
so it's much easier to say here's yeah. your defined bubble as a student um please adhere to it but anyway um i was laughing i was thinking about like i watched almost an entire duke football game i have zero notes <laughs> chase bryce is good football. yeah uh, if you're curious didn't we play duke last year yes of course and we beat them 48 to 14 um obviously bryce perkins had plenty to do with that he scored three rushing touchdowns uh joe reed had a 95 yard kick return yes he did um so and daniel some... jones did daniel jones <laughs> well, daniel jones was a thing uh, whatever yeah. <laughs> didn't they okay there were a lot of turnovers i assumed it was daniel jones my bad anyhow he was with the giants already <laughs> uh duke did not he still score it somehow until yeah. the second half which speaks to virginia's defense and I know we're all pretty bullish on the returning defense. So yeah. Pretty strong despite some departures there. So I'm not predicting any game ever. I think we're going to go no predictions this year for me because <laughs> A, they don't get played, and B, who the hell knows what any of us are going to like, any of these teams are going to look like. But that is to say, Duke looked decent enough uh and uva has a ton of question marks because we haven't been able to see them play so i don't know what to expect um from that opener but i guess the smart money is probably a couple points in uva's favor at least i guess we'll see i'll take that yeah so So we've got some basketball news to discuss as well as um the national basketball media uh yesterday was Uh, alerted to a uh, proposed season start time which is really just over a couple months away uh i forget the exact date right around thanksgiving late i got you november 25th yeah like i said right around thanksgiving the Um, wednesday before right which is right around thanksgiving (laughs) (laughs) they uh, it's really it's no it's much closer to thanksgiving (laughs) (laughs) they you know uh, basketball smaller teams uh the nba did it who knows what they're going to be able to pull off bubble wise but um well certainly we are optimistic and and hoping and pleading and praying that we get to watch some college basketball so fun to have a goal in mind to get that sorted but in uva specific basketball news uh, Caroline, I think you have us with uh, some update on uh, the, the early season tournaments. Yeah. So one of the things that's come out over the past week is trying to figure out, this is so fast. I don't have like, a lot of the stuff is just me talking about like excitedly about what are the opportunities for scheduling. So one of the things that the NCAA <laughs> yeah, announced. Whoa. Welcome to scheduling the launch. <laughs> yeah, it's like that Italian like Spider-Man meme where the guy's like, whoa, that one anyway. Uh, it's way better because we're on video and we can see each other, but for y'all, it's yeah. going to be nuts. I will reply, whatever. Once we post it, I'll reply with the GIF later on Twitter. Um, but yeah, so one of the things that they did was also reduce the maximum number of contests um so basically it's just saying like we understand it's gonna be way harder to play non-con games so like you only have to play okay so let's see oh i thought you Um, meant like the the smithfield ball blaster (laughs) no no um teams can schedule 24 regular season (laughs) games and you can if you if you play in an event that has up to three games you can schedule 24 regular season games. If you only have an event that plays two, 25 games. Um, oh. And if you know, like, if you don't have one, then 25 games. So basically they want you to be around that 24 to 27 range for total number of games. So obviously that's a few fewer than previously because Virginia was playing right. like 31 games total or 30 or whatever. Um, 
so that just is kind of like a little side thing but with all of those fall and whatever you want to call them like november tournaments or preseason preseason doesn't necessarily make sense but early season tournaments yeah um so virginia was supposed to play in the wooden legacy this year which is one that i think people were finally like super stoked about because after a bunch of years with the corpus christi classic and right. the Myrtle beach invitation no offense to those lovely events um but as virginia- i mean when some of them aren't even televised <laughs> like, <laughs> like um, i remember the corpus christi one is where joe harris dunked right. on that guy and that was oh, like gosh, the biggest thing so that happened ago. in that tournament yeah yeah none of us got to i remember we didn't we find like a feed that the gym in Corpus Christi kept. So, and it was just like blurry dudes. It was just like blurry blobs running around. And then one violently dunked. And we were like, was that Joe Harris? I can't tell, but I... Oh my God. Um, so, but in, like Virginia has played one seven straight and last year played, uh, well, let's go back two years. Last year's was fine. That was that Arizona State game like where it was like 48, 45. Oh. Like the game where everyone was like, Casey Marcel's breakout. That Arizona State game may have been like the least attention I've played paid to a UVA basketball <laughs> game in the last decade, at least on purpose. Like, like I was so like, bad. ew. It tired a, of watching this <laughs> it was a bit that was yeah. a game like this is we've talked about this before but all the people that like um all the people that complained about virginia's style wasted all their complaints way too early yeah. like they should have saved them for 2020 because that's exactly last year's season is exactly what they yeah. thought virginia like, was i and when also it hate this yeah yeah i <laughs> also do not enjoy this much that should have been a very big hint virginia was ranked yeah. number seven at the time in that game by the way anyway yeah. um no, we all so, knew that wasn't but yeah, yeah. Like Virginia played in the battle for Atlantis a couple in the year that they won mm. the national championship because that's the thing that happened. Um, yeah. And even you know they beat Wisconsin in the title game there, and that's always a good like forty-two that's a good to resume thing. Yes, <laughs> um, but again, like sometimes you know you look at the battle for Atlantis this year, and it's got like Duke and like Indiana, and it's just like this. They hype it up way more. So yeah, yeah. This course. year being in the Wooden Legacy, we all want to play in Maui every year. Yes. Um, so getting the Wooden Legacy, which featured a field of you know Kansas, Georgetown, yeah. and UCLA, was like hell yes. Like yeah. this is an event. Like this, and it's only those four teams. There wasn't like a bunch of like lead up games where you have to like make the finals by beating Southwestern State, <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah. So luckily, this is all to say there's potential that this still happens. And how mm-hmm. they're going to do it is there are eight events, I believe that shocker are espn events um so they're going to go to orlando the plan according to john rossi of cbs sports dun, dun, dun. sleep in may um was saying that like look they're gonna have these eight events and i will tell you those eight events uh champions classic so that's kentucky duke michigan state and kansas jimmy v classic wooden legacy preseason nit orlando invitational charleston classic myrtle beach invitational and the diamond head classic so those eight events are supposed to take place in orlando now hmm. so if you notice i said champions classic also included kansas which is supposed to play in the wooden legacy so this is where i get like super nerded out like excited about how these things are all going to work because you look also they've talked about the battle for atlantis for example is being moved to beautiful beautiful south dakota <laughs> so all of those people that were like we're going oh. to the bahamas <laughs> our south dakota listeners are going to be very upset with they're going to be furious but yeah, i do think that hard. they can they can admit that south dakota does not have the same appeal in 
November, December as maybe the Bahamas would. Mm. I'm hoping that they would say that as well. Um, but that's a field that has Duke, West Virginia, Memphis, Ohio State, Texas A&M, Utah, Creighton, and Wichita State. So that means Duke has to at some point be in a bubble in South Dakota, and Duke somehow also has to be in a bubble in Orlando. So I liked, I'm curious how those things are going to shake out. Interesting. But then when you look too at, there's a couple teams that overlap, but now you have this huge grouping of schools of varying you know, let's just go Ken Palm numbers mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in one location. So like, why not? You could just hang out in Orlando for a month, three weeks, whatever you want to say, mm-hmm. and play all of your non-con games and get like six games in and head home for the break practice and then kick off ACC play. Like, you know, you could, I'd lo- like Gonzaga's going to be there. It is funny to to imagine them hanging out in Orlando for a month, and you're like, "Wait, aren't these students?" Um, which, yeah, so because we all know they're you know athletes first, yes. and students second, as far as <laughs> well, the, uh, the D one basketball is concerned. But also, uh, most schools are ending their courses. Yeah, so the by reasoning that they chose anyway, so. that date is a seventy. I think I saw a tweet that said seventy six percent of schools will have their all of their students gone for in person classes at right. that point. So yes, and then we talked about this before. Like, is it actually safer to have students on on campus or on grounds, various places, without the rest of the student body? And I think that answer is just yes, um, because there's just fewer people to spread the virus like that's just like it's not i'm not trying to be snarky or like like whatever it's just that's how it is like there's fewer people the dining hall is fewer chances to run into someone who has it um i'm also curious like what happens with like the villanova game at madison square garden like that could be something that if these teams have been in bubbles and been careful and now there's no students on their respective campus slash grounds um maybe it's played in charlottesville and then they make a deal that the next year they're going to villanova or vice versa um so that might be one that they still try and keep there was also that event that virginia was supposed to play in before the new start of the season so november 13th they were supposed to play in charlotte against temple in that like three game virginia schools versus other people things um it's not a so, tournament but it's like a yeah right. showcase like an or whatever. exhibition right. event thing so anyway this is i don't have any answers <laughs> i'm just that, saying that now it's time to start really getting excited and thinking about what this could look like um and it sounds to me that this is the way that you you can't insure anything in 2020 but get as close to ensuring that games happen yeah it's opinion. the perfect time to bring back more of the those state showcase yeah. you know not tournaments but just like one night three games you know because once you test everybody and everyone's safe and negative and they're all in like bubble-like scenarios like the NBA has right. been doing in Orlando, which is exactly why they chose it because it's also ABC, ESPN affiliated. Um, then just you, ha- I feel like that's when you just play as many games as you can because you know everybody there is safe as opposed to like going a whole bunch of different places. Because right. basketball, obviously, you play more frequently than football, obviously, no doubt. But, you know, you can't just like take two weeks in between games <laughs> oh, be hopefully amazing. yeah <laughs> but <clears throat> well, good stuff. sports oh and yeah. soccer women's soccer is 1-0 and they beat tech so they sure did with much of the football team in attendance yeah <laughs> yelling <laughs> that really. was great. Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, lacrosse got another top five recruit. So two of them. What, what else is it? Well, that's another. Yeah. Oh, another. Yeah. So they got two in the last. Like there was a twenty-four hour span where they got the number. Oh, okay. Three. I didn't yeah, the number the first three and number close. four. Yeah, number three and number four guys in the junior class. Shockingly, <laughs> from Long Island. Um, <laughs> like I feel like half the lacrosse team at this point is from New York, which is fine. That's where they make a lot of lacrosse players. Um, it's where the lacrosse factories. Right. <laughs> uh cool well uh thanks caroline for that scheduling hypothetical breakdown <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um well we'll be back next week to uh hash out more of the uh hopeful football schedule and uh, preview duke a little more in depth uh so until then stay tuned to streakingalon.com for more updates and news and go Hoos.